And welcome to the online version of worship here at First Presbyterian Church of St. Albans, West Virginia. I'm Holly Greyhouse, and I'll be your worship leader this morning. This worship is live streamed on May 24th, 2020, and it's the seventh Sunday after Easter, the Sunday before Memorial Day. We invite you to comment during our service with other worshipers with prayer, prayer needs and hallelujahs. There are other ways to contribute to our ministry, and you'll find those invitations on our Facebook page and website listed at the end of the service. Sunday evening, we'll have adult Sunday school Zoom class at 6 o'clock. Check your email for links to the Zoom class and Wired Word article for preparation. Or shoot us a message, and we'll be glad to get you the Zoom um, ID. Wednesday evenings at 6.30, join in the adult Zoom Bible study for our study of one-hit wonders, the shortest books of the Bible. Check your email for links and lessons as well. This coming Wednesday, we'll read 1 John 4. This will get us ready for 2 and 2nd and 3rd John the coming weeks. And also of note, our session continues to watch the news and meet twice a month to make decisions about our work here at First Presbyterian Church. Their concern is for your safety and continued health. Get offering lessons and worship. Please follow the governor's guidelines for distancing and wearing masks in public. We'll make an announcement soon about future in-person worship. Also, don't forget to leave prayer concerns on our web page or Facebook page by Thursdays at 7 o'clock in the evening to be included in the next Sunday prayers. With that being said, let us worship God. Continue in this call to worship. Let the righteous be joyful. Let them rejoice before God. Let us all be jubilant with joy. Sing to God, all peoples of the world. Sing praises to God most high. From the sanctuary of heaven, God gives life and renews the faith of the earth. Let the righteous be joyful. Let them rejoice before God. Let us all be jubilant with joy. Now let us join in our gathering song, Praise Ye the Lord. 
call to confession, brother and sisters, God not only desires our repentance, but longs to offer us forgiveness. Therefore, cast all your anxiety on God, because God cares for you eternally. As a connected people of God, let us confess together in our prayer of confession. Loving God, we confess that we do not always bring honor and glory to your name. We're rebellious and weak. We flee before your goodness. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us by the grace and mercy of Christ, that we may rise up again in peace to love and serve your world. Amen. Hear this declaration of forgiveness. Sisters and brothers, the Spirit of God is resting on you to restore, support, and strengthen you. Therefore, be at peace in the one who forgives and loves you. Rise up and give God thanks. We give you thanks for our young adults as they graduate and begin new journeys on life's path. 
Surround these 2020 grads with your grace and your presence. Inspire them to believe in the goodness of life, even when they are faced with disappointments, challenges, and difficulties. Bless them with hope so they may move into their bright futures with eager and open hearts. Help each one of them to use their gifts and talents wisely. Impassion them to pursue their dreams boldly and guide them to walk humbly with you into their future with faith, hope, and great love. Our, script, our first scripture lesson today comes from Acts chapter 1, verses 6 through 14. Listen for the word of God. 
So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, is this the time when you will restore the kingdom to Israel? He replied, it is not for you to know the times or periods that the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. When he had said this, as they were watching, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. While he was going, and they were gazing up toward heaven, suddenly two men in white robes stood by them. They said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up toward heaven? This Jesus, who has been taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. When they had entered the city, they went to the room upstairs where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. All these were constantly devoting themselves to prayer together with certain women, including Mary, the mother of Jesus, as well as his brothers. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please sing with me our next hymn, Be Still My Soul.
I'm glad you're here for our children's message this morning. But first, I'd like to start by taking you outside and looking at the front of the church. Now that we're back, did you see all those stair steps going up to the door? And how tall the building was and the tower reaching up to the sky? I wonder why that is. Do you know? Well, how about here in the sanctuary? Is the ceiling close? Or is it far away? Let's take a look. Well, the ceiling goes up and up and up and up, just like outside. It's really high. Why is that? Why, the ceiling's high all over the sanctuary. Did you ever wonder about that? Yes, that ceiling is high everywhere in the sanctuary. Do you have an, any idea why? Well, it seems that the people that designed churches a long time ago thought that it had to, the church building had to make people think about heaven. So it had to be high and lifted up and tall and big, tall ceilings because people would think of looking up and looking up to... Why would you look up? What is up? Could it be heaven? Could it be God? That's what the designers were after. They wanted us to think we were being taken up to heaven. And that's important in some ways, to think that you are in God's presence just by being in a big space. However, big spaces can be, can be problems. It's hard to keep clean. It's hard to heat. If you saw all those stairs and just think if you were a little bit older, would that be easier to go up those stairs or harder? Yes. So our designers weren't always thinking of all of us. Well, it's good that we have some help in the Bible, in the scripture that you heard just a little while ago from, from the book of Acts, tells us that the disciples were with Jesus and Jesus has been taken up into heaven. And the disciples watched him go up, up, up. And they stood and looked up, up, up. And suddenly there were two men in white robes standing there with them and saying, why are you looking up into heaven? What they wanted the disciples to understand is, even though Jesus went up, Jesus still said, you'll have me wherever you are. You know all those lessons. I taught you well. So I am here with you when two are or more are gathered together, I am with you always. Right here, with us. Isn't that a great lesson? Would you pray with me? Merciful God, we thank you that you can be with us wherever we are, whoever we are, however old we are, or young. Thank you for being our creator, and the one who keeps us. 
And this we pray in your great name. Amen and amen. God bless. Well, good morning. Good to see you here this morning as we look at the Gospel of John, the 17th chapter, looking at the first 11 verses. This is John 17, beginning with verse 1. After Jesus had spoken these words, he looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, so that the Son may glorify you. Since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him, and this is eternal life, that they may know the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorify you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with your glory that I had in the presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those who gave, whom you gave to me from the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know everything you have given me is from you. For the words that you gave to me, I have given to them, and they have received them and know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am asking on their behalf. I am not asking on behalf of the world, but on behalf of those whom you gave me, because they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine, and all are glorified in them. And now I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you would pray with me. Gracious Lord, we thank you for your promises made, your presence made known, and in Christ you've given us. Open our ears that we might hear and know your truth this day and always. Amen and amen. In the Gospel of John, this discussion prayer that Jesus gives is at the very end of the celebration of the Passover meal and all the discussions that Jesus has, a, has had been with his disciples on that evening. Jesus is establishing a handoff between him and God for his disciples and all the rest of the troop, that God would take care of them and, and watch over these followers. Jesus tells God how much they've been a, a good students and that they are seeking to fulfill God's wishes and God, God's purposes that Jesus has been giving them have, are now being lived out in this exchange. Jesus is releasing them to God and God is to then take care of them and continue the lessons and the strength and the teaching that Jesus has been giving them. So Jesus makes it clear, what's mine is yours, what's yours is mine. It's, this is how Jesus describes us to God. We are God's. We belong to God. We are part of God's sheep in this world, in this fold. God has given us to Jesus for Jesus' care, for the upbringing within the the church within our Sunday school, 
and we have had the appropriate training as disciples. And all those others that are gathered around in the discussions, at the edge of discussions, we are all part of that mind that Jesus is sharing and has shared with God. And like the disciples of old, Christ has prepared them. And at this moment, this moment after the Passover meal and before Jesus is arrested, he makes this handoff. God, you gave them to me, now I hand them back to you. For what comes next? But have you ever tried this with toddlers? They're not always good with that. Can you just imagine? Susie, share your toy with Brian. You've had it for a while. Now it's his turn, Susie. Susie Q, Susie honey, please give that toy to Brian so he can play with it. It's time for you to share. Brian, wait. Br Brian, don't grab that away from Susie. She will give it to you. Susie, you will give it to Brian. Please? Susie, Brian! What's mine is yours? Really? That's not what we discover in the world. And this has not necessarily been adopted as the way any part of our world operates generally. It is a popular motion, a notion in most places in our world, not even in families. Yet in the early church, we note in, in Acts chapter 2, verse 44, and Acts chapter 4, verse 32, there's a claim made of living in a new community. What, my, what is mine is yours. Those who are in need are given from those who have much and who have plenty is shared with those who are seeking to be built up. Everyone makes up the difference for everyone else so that all can be strong. Congresswoman Katie Porter, who is from the 45th District of California, once had a moment within the House Finance Committee when she was questioning the CEO of Chase Bank. And she was questioning him about the, the living wages that are given to his bank employees. She took the financial figures, the salary of one of the employees at one of the local bank, Chase banks in her area, who works for the minimum wage and full time. Representative Porter showed that by the end of the month, there was no way she was able to afford insurance or medicines, child care, school lunches, trips for her child. Clothing was right out. Yet the CEO, who makes over $31 million a year, told Congressman Porter that he wasn't sure how to fix that. It's difficult, very hard to live the biblical life. Feed the poor, release the captives, lift up the lame, preach to those who won't hear, yet, here is Jesus telling God, you gave me a responsibility and the challenge, and I've met it. The raw base of people that you put under my care, I've built up and prepared, and now I hand them back to you to expand the, the kingdom's worth, not for my account, but for all, all the mission. This is how Jesus Christ describes us to God. We are the raw base of people that Jesus takes in, prepares, and hands back, hands over, lifts up, presents to God. And just like the disciples of old, we've been given those teachers to, that have been the role, uh, following the role model of Jesus. Our parents and our grandparents, the pastors, the Sunday school teachers, our vacation Bible school teachers, the youth leaders, the, all of those in our past have been part of this teaching and training 
just like Jesus did with his disciples. We were cared for and watched over and prayed about. And then we were released so that we might take what we've learned, take on the roles and responsibilities, the positions and actions that we saw modeled in their actions and in their teaching so that we could continue that on with new disciples. And just like was told before, what's mine is yours. I've done this teaching with you now. My teaching is now your teaching to present and preserve. At the same time, we weren't given some wonderful green lush valley in which we are to raise our crops and watch the harvest of souls. No, just like Jesus and his disciples and our own Sunday school teachers, etc., they get the hardened earth, the hardened hearts, the, the bareness, the bare basic person to build up and teach and comfort and offer God's salvation to and for. We share the ground with those who have already been before us and known the same journey, the same struggle, the same challenge. It is a danger that we think that God is only here for me or imagine that I came to faith and salvation all on my own. Our own past tells us differently. Others have been a part of that growth and teaching and learning. Sure, God counts every hair on our heads and so by that analogy, does focus on each one of us individually, but not also without fitting us in with the, every wave and curl of the, all the neighboring tendrils of protein and color around us. God places us in the community, saying what, mine, what is mine is yours. What is yours is mine. And in this way, we are reminded of Christ's work still being made and led and offered and how God is both benefactor and supporter of all this as well. God cares for each of us and wants us to model this same caring and sharing. So I call for you this day to seek and to show God's blessings and peace and power this day and always. Amen? Amen. Let us affirm our faith using the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen.
Lord, hear the prayers of your people. You who are our redeeming God, you call us to devote ourselves constantly to prayer. For the sake of Jesus Christ, the church, for all the world. Therefore, let us offer our prayers this day on behalf of that church and world, saying, fill us with your Spirit's power, that we might be one with Christ, and as Christ be one with you. We pray for all the people today in our congregation and those outside, those in St. Albans and those in the whole world. We pray for the mothers and families of the 95,000 dead. Comfort them, those who are left grieving, Lord. Give them your closeness, since we must remain separate right now. We pray for all those who continue to seek uh, being strengthened at home as they recover from illnesses and as, as they are being shut in with everyone else. And we pray for Peggy and Pebble, for Carol. We are grateful for Mel Birch's successful shoulder surgery and for Abby's nursing him back to health and, as he recovers. We ask your help for Elliot and her tonsil, tonsillectomy on May 27th. We pray for her doctors and the rest of the medical team that will work on with her. We pray for all those who are in care centers and nursing homes like Muriel and Anne, for Karen and Georgiana, and the many others of our own members' relatives who reside in care centers like that. We pray for all those who are giving them care and watching over them, who are bringing food, fixing food. We, we add the prayer that uh, Steve Holstein called in about a neighbor, Joshua Sturch, an eight-year-old boy. He and his dad were out on Somerville Lake and the boat capsized and Joshua was underwater for 15 minutes. He is at Ruby Memorial in the ICU and doing better, but still has some things to recover from. So continue, Lord, watch over Joshua Sturch and give Monica and Gary your patience and care too. We ask for Maddie Bailey's new baby daughter who is jaundiced, give, help her recover. We pray for Reverend Doug and Reverend Jan's daughter-in-law, Wendy. Her family lost, uh, the, had the death of Wendy's mother, Alice Smith. Continue to give the promises of resurrection, of your resurrection power. We pray for our Kenyan brothers and sisters in our connected presbytery in Nairi. Continue to be with their communities, and they're also fighting this pandemic. Bolster them with your spirit, Lord. We are appreciative of the nurses and doctors and technicians who are doing their best in this pandemic. Continue to be with them and watch over them. Keep them safe. Help them gather more of the protective gear they need. We pray for those who clean the hospital rooms, those who are seeking the remedies, the vaccines, the tests. We are thankful for those who deliver our packages, our mail, our food. Bring them all under your protective wing, Lord. We ask your peace upon Dave and Wendy Harvey's as they've had a car accident. Uh, although we also celebrate that no one was hurt in the accident, we uh, are with them in knowing the hassle of working through all the details that have to be worked out. God, we know that you send the rain, and usually you send the rain in abundance, and some places too much. But And we know it is your intention to renew the dry and thirsty land and make clean the winds of heaven. So help us, Lord, 
find solutions to honor and care for the well-being of creation on our part, too. Fill us with your Spirit's power that we might be one with Christ as Christ is one with you. Bless us with the gift of faith that we will know you and love you and enjoy life eternal shared with you. It is in the strong name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. And let us now continue in prayer, in that prayer that Jesus prayed, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our final hymn this morning is God Be With You Till We Meet Again. God be with you till we meet again. with this benediction, these good words for you this day. May the abundance of God bless you, the strength of Christ keep you, and the spirit of glory, which is the spirit of God, shine on you forever and ever. Amen and amen. And may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.